0: Following was produced by Pirate Radio Studios Incorporated in Memphis, Tennessee. Hello, my name is Rick Cheddar, and this is from Radio Land. Greetings, salutations, hello, hey, how's it going? Welcome to another episode from Radio Land from the home office in Memphis, Tennessee. Episode number four hundred twenty-five. Here now eventually <laughs> data production the 14th of may 2022 i know it seems weird because uh we've gone from sort of this what was a scheduled sort of production to sort of a different free floating type thing trying to balance all sorts of things at the same time so it's not like i'm making excuses but i kind of am <laughs> nonetheless i i find that though people go oh hey there's a new episode hey i'm there and, uh, and then there's other people who go, why is this in my feed? What, what is this all about? What, what are you doing? Uh, it's glad you're aboard. With a uh, little bit of look from this side of the microphone, we talk about various things here. Of course, if you're new to the program, welcome to it. Now, there's a ton of other shows, 424 others if you care to go back in time. Or not? Or here's a, here's a beautiful thing. As some of you are actually hearing this for the first time on the air at radio mephiscom It runs in the late night hours around around midnight. What is it? Around midnight? Something like that? You know, uh, after the Spud Goodman show Wednesday nights into Thursday morning, if you will. That kind of thing. Uh, before we get into the nuts and bolts of the uh, of the program, I wanted to uh, I wanted to take a quick uh, moment here to talk about something that seems sort of controversial um it's only controversial if you're um well depending on what side of the fence you're on really and this whole thing about the uh the roe versus wade deal i've been asked by numerous folks one of the one of the reasons this kept me away from from the microphone for the past several uh, days almost a week was uh, some of the other things that i have been involved in going going to places seeing things and doing doing this that and the other and Making appearances and whatnot, and one such question that has come to uh, been brought to me from time to time has been, "All right, Rick, what do you think about this uh, Roe versus Wade thing? Huh? huh? You think we should do this? Uh, what do you What do you think? Not like my opinion has any bearing on anything, but I don't really have much to add to the conversation. To be quite frank with you, you know, a couple of basic tenets about it is the legislation of morality makes. An unsolvable situation. That's all there is to it, really. Um, yeah, <laughs> that's that's kind of all there is to it. Um, my only other point to make about it is that if if you are against abortion, then don't have one. It's kind of kind of that simple, really. Trying not to too, simplify it too much, not to instill any complication to it it's just just that it's the same argument you'd have with any other thing that's been quote-unquote controversial you know same-sex marriage if you're against gay marriage don't have one that's the way it is with anything if you're against certain things don't take part in it it's it's the way that goes yes there are laws in the land over certain things you shouldn't be stealing from people you don't need to be you know murdering people one-on-one oh oh, hey you said murder that's what abortion is like that's that's the that's the debatable point, it it really is. And there are, as as you very well have seen, depending on when you are hearing this uh, this program, uh, that 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 leak quote unquote leak from the Supreme Court, which I thought was nothing more than just casting some bread across the water to see what bites, was uh, you know it it riled up a lot of folk and rightfully so. I think, and because of that. Um, you're seeing what the majority of people feel about this sort of thing. Uh, my problem is that people that are really staunchly anti-abortion find it necessary to commit violence, which doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, that never has. Um, you know, it's one of those things. Look, a woman's body is her own. I don't know how she's able to live and breathe and walk and talk and do the things that she does with three branches of federal government crammed into her crotch. That's a remarkable feat of engineering and mastery. On on anybody's part, really, and uh, uh, quite frankly, I admire any of these uh, women who are able to somehow keep it together without losing their minds completely. <laughs> I know it's glib, but you know there it is. I have no dog in the race. I've just stated how I felt about it. If you're against it, don't have one. What I think about it is none of none of anybody else's business. It's a woman's body. It's let her let her do with it what she will. Congress has no problem letting a man do what he wants with his. That's for sure. That is the case indeed. So really, that's all I have to say about it. I mean, you know, for further stuff, we might elaborate it on the morning show, uh, weekdays at Radio Memphis. LJ and I might dabble into some of this, but it's more strictly, if you'll pardon the expression, clinical. We look at uh, the way the news is covering it and how the things that are, you know, what's being said, what's maybe being done or not. And and that's, you know, really the bottom line. So uh, that's. That's all I have to say about that, really. So there, we'll pause. We'll be back. We'll get into the nuts and bolts of the whole thing. The whole world's going to hell, man. We're going to talk about that and uh, and some other stuff, too. So, uh, so there it is. We'll be right back after this very brief break right here from Radioland.
1: You love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic. And maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? PetJoy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want, just let us know and we'll make it right. Totally risk-free. What do you have to lose? You can't buy PetJoy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? He said call Pet Joy right now. 800-296-1495. 800-296-1495. 296 1495 That's 800-296-1495. As I progress through my life,
0: through my meager time here on this earth, I... I have sort of and I'm kinda of proud of this really, I have made a point of trying not to ever really utter the phrase back in my day, there there is no my day is, you know, a colloquial term <laughs> for my guess my formative years, anybody's formative years, whatever the case may be, back in my day. You ever spend any time with anybody from the previous generation? They bitch and they whine and they moan about how the uh, earth is, you know, the whole world's going to hell. And depending on how far back you're able to go with these statements, you'll find it's all the same, really. It changes some. But I'm of the mindset that we've all been going straight to hell since the beginning, since since men came from trees or climbed out of the water or whatever the case was. It's, it's always, it's always been that it's always been like that. And I don't want to be that guy ever. You know, I don't want to be the old guy at the end of the bar talking to somebody from a, you know, a generation, you know, ahead of me or behind me, however they get behind me, I guess would be the correct way. Younger people. I'm not going to be that guy that's going to sit there and go, well, you know, back when I was, you know, nobody cares They might say, hey, when you were listening to records, what was that like? Well, that's kind of a moot point because everybody's listening to records now. Nothing has changed. You know, oh, back in my day, gas was a dollar a gallon. I mean, that was a dollar went a a different direction, too. Um, Prime example today, um, the wife and I uh, were at a uh, grocery store doing, you know, the weekly shop I guess or the or the bi-monthly shop as it the case may be because it's getting expensive and we didn't even fill a basket and we had what 80 bucks worth of stuff smart shopping as best as you could and you know you sit there and you go well God it's a lot of money it's gone up a bit But at the same time, you sort of accept that that's a fact, that that's a reality that we have to deal with. You know, prices of certain things have gone up. It's hard to find all the things that you really, really enjoy. But for the most part, you get by just fine. And it's never one of those things like, man, man, in my day, you could go to a grocery store with a $20 bill and you could feed your family a nine with, you know, for like two months. No, (laughs) no, none of that at all. And the whole thing is the whole point of this is that when you hear an older person, and it doesn't matter how old you are that are listening to this, we've all had this experience. You may be, you know, in that eighteen to thirty-four demographic, or you might be in that, you know, twenty-five fifty-four. You might be, you know, uh, sixty-five to eighty-five. Whatever the case may be, I know there's some several seniors that are listening to this. And either way, it doesn't really matter how old you are in this current demographic. There's always somebody older than you that has gone. Oh, this world's gone to shit, man. This place sucks. Man, look what's going on around here. This is awful. And then they'll do things like they'll point at the dollar, of course, the value of the dollar. Well, in my day, you could go to the movies and have, you know, blah, blah, blah. blah. What was it with grandfather? Man, i I'd go out with a 25-cent piece, and i go see a movie and have dinner and come home with change in my pocket. <laughs> okay, thanks, Grandpa. It's just not the world we, that we live in anymore. We're a young country. Our, our economy goes up and it goes down and it's based on the connectivity that we all share with other countries. But I'm talking about here in America and I'm talking about all of us as citizens of the United States and our relationship between one generation and another. It's a constant. It really is. And we tend to butt heads over various things between generations. And that's not a, I mean, that's a statement. That's a, that's a fact is, is what it's a statement of fact nothing to argue. It really isn't. Yeah. I I fully am aware of the younger generations that live with us that are having to wrap their heads around how this world has been completely effed up by all the old people. I get it. We thought the same thing. The old people that used to bitch about it thought the same thing too. It, It goes on and on all the way back through time. It has not changed. It's become more vocal, and we're starting to see our relationship with not just one another here in the United States, but like I mentioned before, across the world. But when you hear people bitching, when you hear old people bitching, no matter what it is, and you define old as you want to, there are 25-year-old people that are considered old By by some generations, yes. And giving them, giving each of the generations names is just kind of what, it's whatever. Nevertheless, you hear the argument that floats around one of two things. One is money, the economy in general, and the other is government. Isn't that funny how that works out? When this is, I remember having this conversation with, uh, with my mother before she passed away And she would bring it up. It would say, hey, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? And I would say, well, I think blah blah, blah, blah. What do you think? Well, I think we need to vote everybody out and start over. Because, you know, her points of view were not all that popular. Let's put it out. You know, let's put put that out there. But when she realized that that the fact that it wasn't just unpopular, it was kind of incorrect in some aspects or another, and that she had sort of backed a losing horse politically, and then it was sort of... Well, we should just start all over. This is just wrong. We should just go in and drag every one of these people out by their hind legs and string them up and start all over again. And then you bring up something like, well, you know, it's the same people that run for these offices each and every time. It's the same people. It's the same mentality. It's the same thing. It's just wearing a different colored suit. That's all it is. You know, quite frankly, I'm looking forward to a time when our, you know, our more prestigious offices of of power, those that are elected by the populace here of this country are, you know, younger than 60. That would be kind of cool. (laughs) No offense if you're over 60, but goddamn, you know, you cannot live or force your life onto other people. And that's, 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 that's what I see in that generation. And I could be wrong, and it and I, it may come across as being somewhat controversial to even say that. Um, frankly, I don't care. I, I'm to that point where I really don't care. There are certain things that I have control over in my life, and some things that I don't. And I've learned to accept the differences of the two. I know that's a mantra that's that's used by that's been adopted by several things. Usually called the Serenity Prayer is one such uh, title. It tends to go under. I don't think of it quite like that. But I just I understand my place in this world. I'm fortunate that I could sit here, spend a few moments with you capitulating or bitching, either one. I mean, we're getting something done. The word itch is is in both of those words, by the way. (laughs) we got to scratch that itch. And never does it seem that more than one generation can get along on the same thing all the time. That's just a fact. That will always be that case. If if you want some type of weird uh, uh, analogy to this, I mean, look at the time when, you know, when rock and roll showed up, scared the crap out of of all the old people. They didn't want none of that. That's when all the real racism and shit came out. Remember that? That was a thing. And then just when we thought we could get all ahead of it, there was somebody who wanted to make America great again by reinstilling that antiquated point of thought. Thank God that wasn't the thing. And I know there's some of you that would disagree with me on that and that's fine. That's that's not the that's not the whole point. The point is is that every at some point, at some point in time, every human being no matter what age bracket they are in, whatever generation they are in, it's as if they just fold their napkin onto the plate that they finished eating and they went, you know, the world's gone to shit, you know that? There ain't nothing we can do about it. It's just gone all to hell. they start all over. Just wad it up, throw it in the trash, and start all over. And that's not the answer either. Because that would never work. <laughs> that's never going to be. <clears throat> Look, if you want to talk about, and you can apply this to anything, whether it's politics, whether it's religion, or theology, or or economics, or whatever whatever you want to call it. Attitudes is a good one. You got to think of it like a pendulum—a pendulum on a clock. It swings one way and it swings the—it swings the next. And sometimes it's in the extremes, and sometimes it's not. Sometimes there's enough people that agree with where the pendulum is in the swing, that that's where it stays for a little while, and then it it goes back and it goes forth. What was left is now right, and what's right is now left. You know, it's that. Is there? Are are we are we being frivolous? Or are we not being frivolous enough? Perhaps we're being too um, liberal with our morality, and if that is the case, we must we must control this. We must we must do things like this like this this abortion shit that's going on right now. Like I said at the beginning of this program, however you feel about that is your business, and and quite frankly, that's where it needs to stay. It doesn't need to be imparted on anybody else. I mean, we're hearing all these horror stories of things that are not going to come to pass. I mean, let's be honest here, like oh, well, if Roe versus Wade is overturned, then oh there goes birth control and there'd been some talk that people wanted to 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 push it that far. but you have to you have to understand that the the people that are pushing these types of narratives are rather loud. they're just not that numerous, so you have to hope for the best when it comes time to express your point of view pardon at the ballot box and that's just it the ballot box is where it's supposed to happen and the second you say that to some people they're going to go oh well we just can't let dead people vote and they cry voter fraud which there really aren't any solid recorded instances of it happening on a large scale i mean there's been one or two people and this last election the uh the people that were caught with voter fraud were the were from the same party that claimed that it was everywhere. And and they were the ones that were they were doing long story. I don't I'm not gonna, I'm not here to talk about all that. But the point being is that there has to come to a um a consensus that okay, yeah, the world may be going to hell, but it doesn't mean it's going to hell. It means that you've got a potential a potential issue here where you can Well, perhaps stop it, perhaps rectify it, perhaps do a thing. You know, say your piece. That's that, you know, to protest. And protesting is good. Demonstrating, demonstrating your points of view. It's going on right now. I mean, we're seeing it all over the country. There's been rallies. There's been um, uh, people that have been taking up... uh, Signs and and slogans and screaming their heads off and hanging around these political places and saying, you know, venting their spleen, if you'll pardon the expression, just doing the doing those things. That's good. It's argument. Argument is healthy. You're damn right it is fighting. Not so much. Ask ask President Zelensky about that. Trust me, he would rather not be doing the things that he's doing, and that's a whole other—that's a whole nother thing. Oh, the world's going to hell, Rick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's always fighting. Look, human beings are a warring people. We're a warring species. We are always at war with each other or something. We we we're just we're not content. This whole lofty ideal of having you know peace in our time is frankly unachievable because there's going to be somebody who won't like that. There are, and we say this a lot, you know, amongst our, you know, amongst each other. And it's like, you know, they'll be describing somebody, oh, that Ted guy, uh, you know, uh, Ted, Ted's not happy until he sees the rest of us burning. He's not happy until the world is on fire, because that's that's the way that's way some of these people are. And then you got other people that say, well, no, that's not, that's not, that's not what it's about. Um, I have a very good friend. His name is Paul Crumb. Paul is a, uh, he's an artist. Uh, he runs a, he runs the uh, Bartlett Art and Printing Services uh, deal over in Bartlett, Tennessee. Good guy. Need some cards, he'll hook you up. Do some bumper stickers, whatever, T-shirts. He'll print anything. He'll print anything onto anything. He's also a local musician, and he is also an activist. And he likes to spread the word of peace. That's what he was. He's, yeah, okay. All right, hippie. Yeah, he's kind of a hippie. That's what that's what this is about, though. They weren't all wrong. They weren't all right either, but they were not all wrong. And and the whole the whole notion of, hey, let's stop the fighting for a minute. Let's let's grab our let's grab our collective breath and figure out what it is that's going on, and maybe we can find some other solutions aside from pulling guns on people or pulling a knife on somebody or beating somebody into submission or forcing the will of one person onto another. Finding common ground is kind of where it's at. It's peace. And he was in the studio not long ago um, with uh, Donna's Friday show, and uh, and some somebody in the room. I had my head down. I was looking at something, and uh, somebody had made the reference to, "Oh, this is." They introducing him to somebody in the room. He said, "Oh, this is Paul. You know, Paul's Paul's a guy. that's about all about peace." And I said, "Yep, it's worth fighting for." And he and he laughed. He he got the joke because that's exactly what it is. It's it's a joke. It's peace. It's worth fighting for. If we're willing to kill each other over some of the dumbest shit out in the world. Think about it. I mean, uh, Russia, Ukraine, that's a war that's being fought over one man's ego. That's all it is. Lies, misrepresentations, ego. Power tripping. That's all that is. And everybody else doesn't want it. So we're fighting for it, I guess. Fighting for that peace. Peace. (laughs) P e a c e, not not like piece of pie. It is worth fighting for, and now of course I was I was being silly when I said what it was, and it got a snicker out of everybody in the room. But you know there are certainly a million ways to fight, and and one of which is not. They don't they don't all, in, they don't all involve anti personnel uh, machines of destruction. That's just that's they don't involve all of that. That's the first go to thing when when somebody gets a hot head. It really is. People get angry and they fly off the handle for no good reason. Somebody winds up becoming a victim of some sort of road rage or they get confronted in a parking lot somewhere or in a line at a grocery store and somebody's just just gone off the handle. It's not because of that incident. That was just the incident that triggered it. They've had so many other issues going on. And these are the same people that will be the first to tell you, well, the world's gone to shit and I can't control it. Hey, look, buddy, nobody can control it. There is not one single human being out there that can control the fate of the planet or the people that inhabit it or any of the the living creatures that are on it. Bitch, we're all just along for the ride, and that's kind of what this is. Except when you get together as a group and a bit of like-mindedness here, then things can kind of get accomplished, you know? Like I said, it's not always going to be easy and it's never going to be a smooth ride, and not everybody's ever going to agree with everything that else is going on. Because there's always going to be some guy who says, What about me? What about my point of view? Nobody ever thought to consider where I'm coming from. I don't think women should ever have control over their own vaginas. I mean, there's people that think that. There are people that say that out loud. There are people that think that, that God has blessed these certain creatures with the ability to give life, and yet. They shouldn't have that power. What? What are you saying here? We should regulate every little thing. We should buy. God, we should throw the Bible right back into school where it belongs. No, it was never there in the first place. The documents that were written before the the formation of this country and during its formation, including the Declaration of Independence. In the Constitution of the United States of America, the word God is only mentioned, I think, twice. One in each document, and it's mentioned in passing. Nothing about the laws of of, of God and the Bible. That was the whole point. Freedom of religion includes freedom from religion, and all of its importance that 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 it has. Like if you want to, if if you want to go practice a religion, go. You have every right to do it. Go. Feel free to do that. And when churches start inserting themselves into political realm, then perhaps maybe they should start paying some taxes. That's kind of a privilege that the rest of us have, isn't it? And at the same time, somebody gets it in their head that certain things have to be done their way or it should not be done at all, or it's our way or the highway, then that's when things get, it gets a little difficult, doesn't it? And it makes things a little a little harder to to swallow. And on those warm evenings when you're sitting outside and you're looking at the world in your head, or you're talking to your neighbors or your friends, and you go, "Ah, world's gone to shit." You know that, don't you? That's because it has. It always has been. Yeah, that's just it. It's ne- it's never stopped. From the moment it happened. If you want to bring religion into it, let's have some fun. The moment Eve ate the apple or bit the apple or whatever it was, pomegranate, I think is what people are now thinking. And Adam went, no, ah, shit. Now we're done. Ah, world's going to hell. And in fact, they had two kids. One of them killed the other. And you know, the neighbors are going, see what I mean? See what happens? The world's turned to shit already. We got to get rid of everybody and start all over. And the fact of the matter is this, if you really could do that, if you could just snap your fingers and make everything just stop and you reset and then you you set it the way you think it's going to go and then you go, is it going to do any good? No, it won't. It won't do a damn thing different because the way we are as human beings the way we think about things, the way we do things, the way we conduct business, the way we talk to other people, the way we act around other people. There was a time in our history, the Victorian age. Fun stuff. Boy, were those people, were they having a large time? chain Meldred showing a bit ankle, huh? A little ankle over there. You might want to pull your socks up. I can see your neck. That's, that's. That's what this was about then. There were people that got tickets. There were women that got tickets for wearing bathing suits that didn't cover enough skin. It wasn't enough that it was practically a turtleneck, but it was, oh dear God, it was kind of short-sleeved. It, oh, Her elbows were showing. Oh, yeah, we've progressed in a lot of ways, perhaps even regressed in some, but it doesn't really matter now, does it? And that's just it. Does it really matter? Do the things that we fight about every day matter? It's like that whole thing about, you know, no matter what it is that's going on in your world, something that seems to be, uh, pressing something that needs to be done. And you sit there and go, well, is this going to matter an hour from now? That's usually a pretty good test. Like on the job, is this going to matter an hour from now? Probably so. So you might want to take care of it. Is it going to take me more than, or is it going to take me less than five minutes to do it? Yeah. Then do it. It's one of those, it's one of those deals. Or is this going to matter a year from now? Well, that changes things. Is this going to make any difference five years from now? Is it going to matter in my lifetime? Those are the filters that you have to apply. And I know I skipped out a few things when you go from an hour to you know a year. I mean, look at a, a week. Look at a month. You know, look at it that way too. Are these things going to matter? And what are future generations going to say? What are they going to do? Well, who gives a shit what they're going to say? They're going to say what they're going to say. They they may look at a part. They may look at all of us and go. God, what were these people thinking? The mistakes of our fathers, the sins of our fathers, if you will, the sins of our parents, that they were trying to do the right thing and they didn't know what the right thing was to do. That's part of the problem, and when that happens, then God help us. We're all just sort of boned at that point. Really, the bottom line is this. When anybody sits there and tells you, oh, man, we're just just doomed, the correct response is, yeah, you're right. But does it have to end this way? No, it doesn't. And then you stop and say, "What a lovely day it is. Isn't it nice outside? Wouldn't it be great if we could all just take a moment and do that?" Wow, that uh that fried chicken's really good today, man. Have you noticed the colors of the trees and how vibrant the flowers have been this spring? That kind of thing. That's, a, that's it's not a distraction. It's just a reality to, to not get bogged down in all the all the distress that's uh, that's kicking around at our feet. And we're all just like we're squabbling over what? Over things that we may or may not have control over. Look, let's, let's break it down here. If Roe v. Wade this is a good example. If Roe v. Wade does get overturned, is that going to end it? Is that going to end the abortion discussion? No, not at all. Personally, it'll probably get worse. That's my point. That's my point of view. And I, I think there's going to be some really horrific things that will probably happen if it does get overturned. At least when you had Roe v. Wade, there were protections involved for the safety of living things, okay? Mothers, unfortunate women, young ladies, doctors, you know, God, help us. They don't have to get into the nuts and bolts of it. We have to overturn it because, you know, that's, that's our thing. This is the mark we want to leave upon our generation. Be careful about the mark you want to leave on your generation because it lasts a while until the next generation comes in and goes, God, this world's gone to shit. Look what you people have done. It's always going to be like that. You create an idyllic thing. There's always going to be, God, look at this place. It's so clean and great. Yeah, it needs dirt. It needs garbage. We need to instill our will on the people. This place has gone to hell. It doesn't matter what side of the fence uh, you're on. The world, it's always going to hell.
1: Hi, this is Reverend Oma with The Broom Closet Metaphysical Shop. We have a huge selection of spiritual supplies and gifts for whatever your path or practice. We stock hundreds of gemstones and specimens and carry a variety of beautifully crafted gemstone jewelry starting at just $10. Our talented staff offer tarot readings, aura and chakra analysis, and sound baths. Book your appointment or shop online at TheBroomClosetMemphis.com or visit our shop in downtown Memphis at 552 South Main. Come to The Broom Closet and let us help you light your path. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm -hmm. Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. Uh. Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Uh.
0: Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger, put it in the glove box, just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Here's what's coming up on the next episode from Radioland with Rick Cheddar. So the James Webb Space Telescope, this thing, this big massive thing that we've put out there out there beyond the moon for us to look way, way, way deep into space. It's fascinating, isn't it? Some of the things that we can do. It's a, it's a, it's a pretty interesting monument in human achievement, quite frankly. It's allowing us to see things we never even would have thought ever possible. You know, of course, just recently, we, not with James Webb, but we did find out that that big uh, black hole in the center of the Milky Way was a thing. Sagittarius A, we've actually seen pictures of the thing. It's, it's interesting. It's fascinating. It's not coming here anytime soon, thankfully. I don't know. The way they described it was much more like describing someone's ex-wife. But nevertheless, James Webb's going to be out there looking way out there deep, and it can look out deeper than, further than we've ever imagined in our lives. And what would happen if we look all the way, all the way to the edge of the universe, and what would... And we finally dialed in the picture, and, and all we saw was ourselves. Then what? For previous episodes, go to radio-memphis.com. To download episodes to your mobile device, search the show in iTunes, player.fm, stitcher.com, Pocket Cast, or tune in. And now,
1: here's more with Rick Show hey, You heard what's coming Radio up next App. time on the
0: program. Here on uh, on this on this program, thank you for uh, tuning in, streaming, downloading, whatever it is that you do. I want to remind you, uh, and we haven't really talked a whole heck of a lot of, of, about it. Uh, you know, uh, we're all just sort of kind of not necessarily on autopilot, but we're just kind of busy with our noses to the grindstone, if you will, getting things done. Uh, there's a pretty interesting thing. If you'd like to see more of some of the things that we do through Radio Memphis, uh, Radio Memphis has a YouTube channel. Oh 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 yes oh yeah Radio Memphis is what it's called. I know, how original, right? And right now, it's basically being populated with clips from The Morning Show, the uh, Radio Memphis in the Morning program that airs live uh, Monday through Friday, uh, 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. Central, sometimes a little bit later, sometimes a little a little bit weird, I, whatever it happens. But yes, and it's, it's captured, and we take occasional bits, a couple of bits from that show, and we put it up there uh, on YouTube for people to see, not that there's much to see, but you can at least you know catch catch it. It just seemed looking like an easy way to grab the thing. There's a webcam in the studio. At any rate, it's all there. Is what I'm getting at. And if you haven't seen it, check it out. It's kind of fun. It's a little bit different, you know. If you're like me and you uh, you're sitting at home at your you know at your at your in your office there, maybe you're working from home. You're gonna take a take a little lunch break, cruise through YouTube for a little bit. You're gonna grab one of these videos. Only about 10, 15 minutes long. I think the Like 20 minutes is the longest one I think we've ever done. And there's a bunch of them up there. So uh, please go over there, find Radio Memphis on YouTube, subscribe to the channel if you would, please. That would actually help us out in more ways than I, I, I care to admit. Uh, it would be fantastic if you would do that, and uh, helps keep us going, and uh, uh, and and all that. Um, and it's it's just another facet of the things that we do. Perhaps you're unaware of it. If you're fans of uh, of this show, and uh, and its quirky little production schedule, that it will settle eventually. Um, and you would like to see more about some of the things that we talk about and the things because I make references to it every once in a while. Go find it over there at uh, on YouTube. Just look for Radio Memphis, and we're right there, man. Bold as brass, is, some people say. Biggest balls, whatever, what, 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 whatever. It's there. It's uh, it's lighthearted. It's it's fun. It's whatever it is, and, and so and 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 stuff. And of course, you can find more radio dash dot com. That's all the plug-in I'm going to do for this program. Once again, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, hey, listen, um, I know the, the world's the world's rough, man. World's crazy. It's gone to hell, but it doesn't have to be matter of acceptance and a matter of doing the things that you can do. And a lot of times, I didn't mention this earlier, but one of the things that I've learned is that if you want to make a, di- a difference, however however big or small it is, it makes no difference. The real difference is that you do something, that you try. Start with your own home. Start with your neighborhood or community. You know, Start with the people you know and you love. Start with your friends. Make new, Make new friends. Go volunteer. Go do some other things and find out what the real pulse of what the world is all about. You're not going to get it just sitting there staring at a screen or listening to some dumb show like this. It's all out there. Go sample it. Go find it. That's how you do your own research. And when you do, take care of yourselves. Take care of one another. And for God's sake, stop shooting each other, all right? I'm Rick Cheddar, and this has been from Radioland.